Chase is fine. Oh, yeah. Before uh, Leonard introduces folks and gets folks settled, um, again, a, a warm welcome to all of you here uh, this morning. My name is Father Jason Landeza. Uh, as you folks may have forgotten, uh, I am the... <laughs> I am still your pastor, prideful, proud, uh, gratefully and proudfully so. Uh, uh, for those of you who are visiting, uh, I am the pastor here at St. Benedict, as well as the pastor of uh, Divine Mercy Parish, which is uh, St. Lawrence O'Toole Church and uh, St. Pascal Balin Church uh, here in Oakland. Uh, we are grateful to have Stuart Perilliat here with us. Um, he has, and for, uh, I believe, I think uh, either Dion, Dion will probably introduce him formally this morning, correct the window, uh, before the... Uh, before our the homily time. His wife, Janique, is very much rooted in this parish. Uh, she grew up here, was an altar server here, uh, was here during the days in which Paul Vassar was here. In fact, uh, he presided at your, at your wedding, I think. Jay, Jay presided at your wedding. Of course, in, in connection to Jay, she was an altar girl. I guess we say altar girl back in the day. We'd say, we'd say acolyte these days, but uh, back in the day, you were very much a part of and all the kind of things that were part of all that as well, too. So... Uh, we uh, begin our Black History Month. And, of course, we all know that Black History Month just isn't February. It's every month of the year. So we want to make sure that we emphasize that as well, too. And so um, uh, if, uh, if Leonard has any energy left, because those of you who were here last night for our Mardi Gras, uh, it was what a wonderful celebration that was. What, praise God. What a wonderful celebration that was. You know, I just... Uh, and you are certainly the, the ca catalyst and all that as well, too, uh, Leonard. So I'm going to go ahead and hand this over to you, and we'll go ahead and begin from here. So again, oh, he'll remind you to silence your phone there. He's going to come and walk up. Again, good morning, church family. Before we begin our celebration, just a reminder, double-check your cell phones. Make sure you have them on silent or vibrate, please. All cell phones on silent or vibrate, please. And let us please stand and let's welcome our celebrant and our very special guest with us, the Reverend Dr. Stuart Pereliat.
This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it. Hey, Cheryl. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Let it go. go. in our gospel passages today to allow the light of Christ to shine in our own hearts and in our own lives. We come together this morning in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. May the grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. And with your spirit. We know sometimes it's hard for us to be salt of the earth and light for this world with all the different struggles that we endure and experience in our own lives and in the midst of our own surroundings. For those times that we lose hope, we ask for the Lord's continued pardon and forgiveness.
And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Almighty God, in the scriptures today, we are invited to be salt and light. And Lord, in this case, salt is not a bad thing, in spite of what our doctors tell us. But Lord, <laughs> your son Jesus is a great physician, and he knows that just a little bit of salt will enable us to bring out the best in your people of God. Help us, Lord, that we may be both salt and light, that we may shine the goodness of your son in the midst of uh, folks who are in need of healing and that with just a, 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 just a bit of your son, Jesus, and the salt that we were asked to embrace, that it may bring out the fullness of Christ's presence, his healing, and his loving care in our own midst. We ask this through our own, through our own, and let the church say. <laughs> I, I, please be seated. <laughs> I'll try to figure out where I'm at these days, I'll tell you. I know, Lil, I'm here. I understand. So I can be a little bit more relaxed. You know what I'm saying? We cool. So right on. Dale, go ahead. Ooh. I get it. It's okay. Don't worry about it. I got it. Hear it. I get it. It's 
All right, there we go. Got to turn it on. Nah, minor detail. It's all good. There you go. <laughs> A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, share your bread with the hungry, shelter the oppressed and the homeless, clothe the naked when you see them, and do not turn your back on our way, on your own. Then your light shall break forth like the dawn and your wound shall quickly be healed. Your vindication shall go before you, and the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall cry, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help, and he will say, here I am. If you move from your midst oppression, false accusations, and malicious speech, if you bestow your bread on the hungry and satisfy the afflicted, then light shall rise for you in the darkness, and the gloom shall become for you like midday. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The just man is a light in darkness to me. through the darkness for the upright. He is gracious and merciful and just. Well for the man who is gracious and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice. The shall never be moved. The just one shall be in everlasting remembrance. And evil report he shall not fear. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. The His heart is steadfast, he shall not fear. Lavishly he gives to the poor. His justice shall endure forever. His horn shall be exalted in glory. The 
A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. When I came to you, brothers and sisters, proclaiming the mystery of God, I did not come with sublimity of words or of wisdom. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I came to you in weakness and fear and much trembling and my message and my proclamation were not with persuasive words of wisdom, but with a demonstration of spirit and power so that your faith might rest not on human wisdom, but on the power of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You are the salt of the earth, but if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and then put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand where it gives light to all in the house. Just so your light must shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. 
the gospel of the Lord. Morning, church family. So we have officially started our Black History celebration for the month of February. We started with Martin Luther King and our very own Dorgan McDade and his sharing. But this morning, as we begin. We have a very special guest with us to break open the word for us and just to be here this day once again as he and his wife return to St. Benedict after many years. So we have Reverend Dr. Stuart Periliak, a native of Oakland, California, Stewart grew up in a community that was plagued with a number of challenging socioeconomic ills. He escaped the lures of the streets and became a sergeant with the United States Marine Corps and subsequently founder and CEO of Periliat Enterprises, a general contracting and engineering firm based in Northern California. Stewart began his ministry call as a street evangelist in 1995. He is a graduate of the San Francisco Theological Seminary with a master's degree in theological studies and is an ordained clergy member at the Allen Temple Baptist Church. Stewart is a single father to a teenage daughter and a teenage son. The man-to-man -man program was conceived in 2007 by Stewart at Olani College in Fremont. Originally established to provide life skills and social negotiation strategies training to male students at risk of leaving higher education, it quickly expanded into an additional workshop offerings. More recently, Stewart's ongoing work for his doctorate thesis for the San Francisco Theological Seminary on founder on disadvantaged youth in urban communities has included in-depth research into the father absence issue and its consequences. Man-to-Man -man evolved to create the fatherhood, advocacy, support, and training program, acronym FAST. It's devoted to strengthening families one father at a time. Stewart's passion is helping young men overcome barriers to achieve social, personal, professional, and academic success. This call has become the central focus of his life. As a facilitator, 
Stewart received Alameda County Domestic Violence Facilitator, Allen Temple Baptist Church Health and Social Services Ministry Leader, and the Riley Center's Domestic Violence Training Certifications. Mr. Pereliat is also a member of First Five Fathers Corps in Alameda, California. Welcome, Reverend Dr. Stuart Pereliat. I shared with the 8 o'clock service, I have to set a timer here. <laughs> I was told I had a certain assignment and I want to make sure that I am obedient. As you have heard, I am Baptist. <laughs> and Baptist, we just get in our introduction for 15 minutes before we even get started. <laughs> But I am going not to be long with you today. I uh, want to uh, ask my wife to stand so you can just introduce her. She is my ride and die. <laughs> she does uh, a lot of work with me with man to man. Uh, we are still newlyweds. <laughs> We'll be celebrating uh, two years in about a week. But mind you, I've known her since junior high. And we went to the same high school, grew up in the same neighborhood, and recircled back. Amen? Amen. So uh, she is not only my wife, but she is my friend, <laughs> my best friend. So uh, I used to come here all the time. Uh, my parents grew up on Outlook, keep on going up 82nd, and you go to Golf Links, Nay, and then Outlook. Used to run down here and play basketball for several hours right there. My wife, she grew up in this church, as she said, and her dad was, uh, and mom were members here. What I wanted to do is share with you about the light and sharing your life and how I even got into this thing called ministry. The thing that I ran away from for so long until I realized that I couldn't run any longer. I want to read a scripture with you before I get started. It comes out of Matthew chapter 25 and I'm going to read verses 34 through 36. It says, for I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger invited you in are needing clothes and clothe you. When you did, we see you sick. When did we see you sick? 
are in prison and come to visit you. The king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for the one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you've done it for me. Let's pray. Gracious God, we thank you for this opportunity. Allow me to share the word today. I pray that I'll sit down and you stand up, move up and down every heart, every mile, every heart, every mind, every soul that is in this place. And at the end of the day, I pray that you be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. The question that I have for you, St. Benedict's, is are you salty? <laughs> it was a term that we used to use back in the day. And if you had an attitude or you was frustrated and you, you came across some kind of way, you might have been angry and you say, why are you so salty? <laughs> and it, you know, the world used it kind of in a, in a negative turn. But uh, for God and Christians, salty means being seasoned and enlightening taste in the world so that we can be the light. You know, they said that I started my ministry in uh, street ministry, we call it uh, outreach. I was what we call the street evangelist. I began going out and I remember one time just going out with the team and didn't really feel like I was gonna have anything to give and the next thing I knew I found that is what I was really good at. I didn't share with this morning, but I, I want to share with you all. You guys seem a little liver. <laughs> so I, I feel a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> but um, what I remember going out, and, and I remember you know, going out with the outreach team and beginning to share my faith, and really was a new Christian and really didn't know what I was sharing. But I did grow up in the church, just wasn't... Uh, going out and sharing. And I remember going out and it seemed like it was just second nature. And I began to start sharing to the point that the person that was over the ministry, she said, you know, I'm gonna step down and I'm gonna let you be over this ministry. I'm not leaving the ministry, I'm just gonna let you run the ministry. And so I began to um, go to this park called St. James Park and I would begin to minister to the folks that was out there. Every Saturday we would make lunches, we would bring clothes, uh, we would do just as the scripture said. And I remember having a podium that was right there in the center of St. James Park. It was a concrete podium. And I remember walking up to the podium every Saturday and opening up to the Bible. And wherever the Bible would open, that would be where I would preach. And I would have a lot of faith at that time because I really didn't know where the Bible was going to open. But we always seem to have signs, wonders, and miracles. I remember uh, one particular day, I was ministering in the park, and there was this, this lady, and she was standing there listening to what we were saying. And mind you, everybody was homeless, so they wanted to eat. And they was like, you know, can you feed me? And I said, yeah, I'm gonna feed you, but let me first feed you spiritually. Because I knew that if I fed them physically, they would not stand around. So I kind of hold the food hostage for them to hear the word of God. And so as I would begin to preach, I remember this lady and 
you know, I started seeing people come up to her all the time. It kind of like it was a distraction, and I couldn't understand why everybody was coming to her until I found out later that she was a drug dealer. And uh, she was, I guess, serving the people in the park. So I asked, is there anybody that has a prayer request? And she raised her hand. And I said, well, what would you need God to do for you? And she started crying. She said, I know I'm going to have to go to court tomorrow, and they're going to arrest me. I need you to pray for me. I said, do you believe in God? And she put her head down and started crying. And I remember that the folks that was on the team all had their hands on her, and everybody gently took their hands off of her. And I began to tell her that she had to believe, and that the Bible says that, you know, God is a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. And that you have to believe that God is that kind of God. And so she said, I, I believe, and we begin to pray. But I remember telling her with boldness and faith, I said, now when God does what he's getting ready to do, I'm asking that you do one thing. And she said, what would that be? I said, I need you to come to church and tell me that God did it. And she said, okay. And so I remember one Sunday, well, maybe a couple weeks later, she came to church and I they was like, Minister Stewart, uh, this is someone that wants to speak with you. And I said, well, who is it? He said, I don't know. She said she knows you from St. James Park. I said, well, that could be anyone. <laughs> and so she came up to me. She said, you remember me? I said, no, I don't recall meeting you. She says, I was that woman that was in the park that you said when God does what he's getting ready to do to come see you. She said, I went to court. And she said, and when I got to court, before I can even open up my mouth, the judge said, dismiss. She said, and I was set free. And so she came to share that testimony. And that, that is something that I believe that we're all called to do. And you, we say, well, we're not evangelists. You feel like you need to know the word, but you don't really need to know the word that well. You just need to allow God to use you in the word. And so you have to allow God, I don't care who you are, I don't care how old you are, God has a special gift and a talent for you, and you're going to have to share what it is that God does for you. Amen? Amen. As we was talking earlier, we, we talked about my uh, working at San Francisco Theological Seminary, working on my master's degree, and really uh, what I did was I actually gave a old uh, bio. I was traveling and they asked me, can we just pull it off the website? And I said, yes. And I realized that it has not been up to date. I am not a single father anymore. <laughs> I have, uh, but I was a single father for many years. I got my daughter when she was in the third grade and my son in the sixth grade. And uh, all the odds that was against me where they said that I would not have my children. I decided to have my children working on a master's degree in theology. Amen. And the real crazy thing about this is as I was working on my degree, I also um, was finding some things about disadvantaged young men in urban communities. And I focused on East Oakland, went all the way back to the 1940s because I was trying to figure out how was it such a thriving community at one time, but when I grew up, it was the murder capital. And as I was reading and, and studying, everything started pointing back to the father. And it wasn't so much of the children that was a problem. The youth was not a problem. The, the youth was only a byproduct 
of the issue. The real issue came from fatherlessness. Are you hearing me? Fatherlessness is the most destructive trend of our society. 90% of the social ills that we deal with today is because of lack of a father. And so I want to read this, this scripture, Malachi chapter 4, 5, 6. And it talks about the great day of the Lord. It says, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great day and an awesome day of the Lord. And he will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. Otherwise, I will come and strike the land with a curse. And I believe we are living in those times where the land is cursed. I believe that if you think about what's going on and, and the lack of a father in the home and how we have such destruction in the home and in the communities, and I mean, we can go down to human trafficking. We could talk about incarceration, high school dropouts, mental health issues, suicide issues, behavior issues, all the way down to identity issues, incarceration, fatherlessness is the center to these issues. Are you hearing me? And this is what man to man does. We are a ministry of reconciliation through fatherhood training. And so I go into San Quentin. I started going to San Quentin in 1995, playing basketball against the inmates. And then at halftime, we were stopped. And we were gathered in the middle of the court. And we would have a little, uh, like we call a mini Bible study. And then we would preach the word of God. And then we would go back and play basketball. And then at the end, we would talk and network. And I, this was way before the Warriors was going into San Quentin. You know, this is the church that was really actually coming in and having this conversation with the youth. But then I ended up going on and taking over the prison ministry and working with the, the prison ministry to the point that now I teach all of our man-to-man -man classes, which is I'm teaching fathers how to be engaged in their children's life while still in prison and how to be able to communicate with the ex-partner, whether they're with them or not. Because we know that the communication is a very important thing, so we're teaching them how to be effective listeners, how to be effective communication, and how to re reduce what we call conflict. Now, am, I, am I making sense? Yeah. And so uh, I believe uh, my ministry is not in the pulpit. I preach at the pulpit all the time. I preach Presbyterians, Baptists, Church of God in Christ, and Catholic, amen? <laughs> but my root cause is, is to be able to be called to those that don't fit in society, the ones that society has cast away, the ones that says that they would never amount to be anything. And the reason why that is is because I was that person that society probably given up on. I was that person that you never thought would be st standing right here. If I told you my testimony, you probably would not like me. Amen? But I thank God for Jesus. Amen? <laughs> when, when the father is present and active in their children's lives, it eliminates many issues. And like I said, 90% of our social ills today is caused by fatherlessness. You see, that is the most destructive trend of our society today, fatherlessness in every country. So let me just share with you about sharing the light. So I just came off of an 11-day cruise, and I was in Colombia, and I was in 
the Bahamas and all kinds of places. I don't, but, but the one thing that I want to share is in Bahamas, I set up a time because I knew that I was going to meet there. And uh, I met a woman in the Bahamas to speak to a gang of young men about what we're talking about today. Now, I'm on vacation. I get off the boat. I will go downtown. She picks me up, and it's the wrong day. <laughs> she said, I thought you were going to be here tomorrow. I said, no, I said today. And I looked at the clock and realized that I gave her the wrong day. And so uh, she gathered some men together and some women, and we began to talk about the issues that we're talking about today. And I said, I'll tell you what I do. Because I messed up, tomorrow I'll do a Zoom call. And they had three buses, Jason, three buses of men. And 19 locations showed up. And we shared the gospel. We shared about fatherhood. We, we shared about identity issues. We shared about, you know what? The, the, the real interesting thing about this is these young men are dealing with the same thing that we're dealing with right here in East Oakland. And so it was, it was engaging to see these young people involved and wanted to be present and wanted to be engaged and wanted to be changed. I actually had one young man walked up to me and said, can I have your phone number? He says, I, I really want uh, to change my life. I used to use drugs. I used to you know, do alcohol and all of these things that were bad, but now I want to change. And so when he sent me uh, a text message, he says, I'm the future businessman. Yeah. Amen. Look at God. Amen. So you know, the Bible is clear in Proverbs 18, 16, and it's a powerful statement that reveals the answer about your gift. It says a person's gift makes room for itself. And what you were designed to be known for is your gift. God has put a gift, our talent, in every person that the world will make room for. That's talking about you. You have a gift. And you can't let it sit on the shelf. You say, well, I'm not, I can't be used. Yes, you can. Everybody that has a face has a story. And your story can change somebody's life. We all have gifts and talents, and you don't have to self-promote yourself because your gift will make room for itself. And so my question to you today is be the salt of the world and let your light continue to shine. Is that your testimony? Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Because if it's not, then it should be. God bless you. and share in our profession of faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made, 
for us and for our salvation. He came down from heaven. By the Holy Spirit, was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken to the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. God responds when we ask for what we need. Let us offer our petitions with confidence. For God's holy people, that we may glorify God by living as the church teaches. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our, our prayer. For rulers, civil leaders, and journalisms, that they may speak and write the truth in all things. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our, our prayer. For young people, that they may he answer God's call to religious vocations and lay service in the church. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who are homeless, hungry, and unemployed, that they may find shelter, food, and jobs. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all here present who help the poor, the hungry, and the sick, that they may find joy and renewal in their ministry. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who have died, May they rest in the peace of God's love and for the intentions of this Mass offered for the birthdays of Dion Cola and David Krashna. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear our prayer. Our you can clap, it's okay. We're just clapping. I'm like, you can clap, it's okay. And for our own personal intentions, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear our and for the advancement of the beatification and canonization of Henriette DeLille, Sister Thea Bowman, Mother Mary Lang, Pierre Toussaint, Sister Julia Greeley, and Father Augustus Tolton, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. God of kindness, you listen with special attention to those most in need. Open our ears and hearts that we may be instruments of your grace and be salt and light for our world. We ask us through Christ our Lord and let the church say, Amen. Amen. Right to be seated, and just a reminder that our second collection this uh, morning is for our 100 Club, uh, established by our own Mr. Fisher many years ago to help to address and remedy the uh, plant physical needs here at uh, St. Benedict. But we invite you to be generous. You can come forward and, and bring your uh, donations uh, here as well, too, or in the rear. Thank you.
Pray, my sisters, and pray, my brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of God's name, for our good and the good of God, for the Holy Church. Amen. Lord, our God, who once established these created things to sustain us in our frailty, grant, we pray, that they may become for us now the sacrament of eternal life through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. And let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just. It's our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Out of compassion for the waywardness that is ours, he humbled himself and was born the Virgin. By the passion of the cross, he freed us from unending death, and by rising from the dead, he gave us life eternal. And so with the angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts of powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as an out end we acclaim.
you are, are, you are indeed holy, O God, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them to do fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Jesus Christ has Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Michael, our Bishop, and all of your people. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, the Blessed Apostles, and with all the saints who will please you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. The Savior's command and four by divine teaching, sing.
Deliver us, O Lord, we pray from every evil and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be freed from sin and safe from all distress as we wait the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, you said to your disciples, apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give to you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance to your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with each of you always. And with, and with your, your spirit. spirit. And let us now share that sign of peace with one another. <laughs> peace. peace. For the rest of my life, for the rest of my serving, for the rest of my life, I'll trust him for the rest of my life. Cause he been so good, been so good to me, yeah, yeah, set me free for the rest of my life, I'll serve the Lord for the rest of my life, I'll serve him for the rest of my life, I'll serve him for the rest of my life.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
funny about that, Lord. Lord, sometimes we just want all the crown. Want, sometimes we want all the salt. Sometimes we want all the light. We know, Lord, that uh, sometimes that crown, we, uh, it's more powerful, Lord, sometimes, and we know that we've seen your son Jesus in that crown through the midst of our own crosses. And Lord, we know that, uh, that the goodness of your love that exhibits through the salt we hear about enables us to see your son Jesus and experience him in his fullness. And Lord, it's sometimes in the midst of our own obscurity and our own struggles that we see the light of your son giving us guidance. Uh, enable us, Lord, uh, not just today in Black History Month, but continue to allow us to see how your son has shined to the midst of adversity of our people and for the, the willingness for us to share in the word, to be nourished by the body and blood of your son, and to see the presence of your loving a son in the midst of each other. Be with us, Lord. Allow us always to give you thanks and praise for all the many times in which your crown, the salt, and the light continue to be an inspiration for us as a people of God. And let your church say, Amen. Amen. Man. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I want to say, again, want to say thank you. Uh, thanks to you, Reverend Dr. Perliat, for your presence here. Um, you do phenomenal work. You know, there's the kind of things that we take for granted. No. We don't ever take for granted, we just don't know the strategy. And so often it's borne by, again, the crosses that you've borne. Street, street ministry, I can't imagine a more difficult ministry than street ministry. My, my closest thing I get to street is tacos, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> but so that's, for you to be able to do that, 
you know, being a product of, product of, our, of our environment here in East Oakland, and to be that healing presence, words can't begin to express my gratitude. So Judge, thank you. I'm particularly grateful to you, Judge Krashina, for making that connection for us here at St. Benedict. So I'm grateful also to members of our own parish community who are part of our bringing together this month as well. Uh, Dion, uh, Leonard, and others who will be speaking this month to be a part of that process as well. So amen and thank you and welcome home. Welcome home, as I'll say again. Welcome home. Leonard, you've got that look on your face like you got something to say, brother. Go ahead. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Leonard. Um, I just, before I make this uh, last announcement, I just want to say thank you, thank you, everyone who showed up and showed out last night at our Mardi Gras. So once we get all the final numbers, you know, we'll have everything posted in our bulletin next weekend. But I just want to give a special thanks to the Mardi Gras committee. If you're on the committee, will you please stand? Any committee members here, please stand. Thank you, thank you. And then I also want to give a special shout out to my non-committee members who worked so hard, so very hard. Uh, I think Bobby's here, Bobby Porter and Mary Goulding. Mary's not here today, but I just want to give them a special shout out. Thank you so very much for your hard work and for your continued support. We really appreciate it. So to the good stuff, today is the last day. The Knights of Peter Claver, Father J. Matthews Council 336, we are raffling off a Samsung 65-inch TV right after the Mass. So if you have not gotten your tickets, come and see me. This is your last chance, $4 a ticket, or you get three tickets for 10. Again, this is for our scholarship program. We are giving away a $2,000 scholarship to a deserving young male of color who will be attending a Catholic high school in Alameda County in the fall of this year. So your continued support is always appreciated. So if you want some tickets, come and see me right after church. Also, just to celebrate the first Sunday of Black History Month and to celebrate um, Reverend Dr. Stuart Pereliat, we're gonna have a light refreshments in the hall, so as we exit today, before you, before I give the TV away, give the TV away, and then we're gonna all go to the hall, and we're just gonna fellowship and celebrate and just, just enjoy this beautiful sunlight that just come out. So thank you for, thank you everyone so much for your continued support. Thank you. Leonard, thank you. I, I want to say I want to point something out to Ramel, and I want to show, uh, let folks know on the uh, virtual. Cass, uh, what I'm about to say. A lot of folks were there last night who watch the virtual uh, that you may or not see here, but are very tuned and have expressed, I know, their gratitude to you, Romel, for being, for the work that you do and being able to uh, communicate and broadcast the services here from St. Benedict. So thank you for the work you do. Thanks for all those who were there last night who are members of our online committee uh, community, and we express gratitude for that. So thank you. Thank you. I know we have our little reception committee, so I'm just grateful to uh, Romy and to uh, Davina and uh, I think Dion for their work as well. Just one last thank you. Clarence Boyd, thank you for your kind comments in the Chronicle a few weeks ago. Dr. Boyd, yes, you were quoted in the Chronicle. Uh, and I just want to say thank you. So anyway, to say that. So 
birthdays. Have we any birthdays? Yeah. Kyla, oh, Dion, Prashna, or all these other birthdays. My goodness. My goodness. Oh, my God. My God, everybody's birthday. My God, look at you guys. Oh. I'm going to ask for, to extend God's uh, hand of blessing up, uh, upon all of you as well, too, okay? God of all creation, we offer you grateful praise for the gift of life. Here are the prayers of your servants who recall the day of their birth and rejoices in your gift of life and love, family and friends. Bless them with your presence and surround them with your love that they may enjoy many happy years, all of them pleasing to you. We ask us through Christ our Lord and let the church say, Amen. Amen. Couple celebrate. I was going to say it in Spanish. Uh, do you have any uh, wedding, uh, wedding anniversaries? Hay parejas que están celebrando sus. Do you any? Oh, John Marie. Oh my God. Oh, of course. John and Marie, may you continually bless with great love and happiness. May you continue to live a full and joyous life together for many years to come. And let the church say, Amen. Blessings and congratulations to God. I'm just going to invite a blessing to those who are visiting St. Benedict for the first time. So if you're visiting St. Benedict for the first time, we just invite you to stand. We're just going to ask for blessings. It's all good. You know, okay, you know, okay, cool. Almighty God, our hearts arrest us until they rest in you. We give you thanks for our visitors. Fill them with faith, inspire them with hope, lead them in love, and let them know they always have a home here at St. Benedict. We ask us through Christ our Lord and let the church say, Amen. 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 Anything else for the good of the order? We good? Very good. Please stand. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our celebration is ended. Go in the peace of Christ. Thanks be to God.
Everybody got their stubs in except Marie. One fish fry ticket. Mark your calendars, March 31st. One fish fry ticket. Fish fry ticket. Huh? I'm gonna give away a 
Casino bus trip ticket, courteous of me. Saturday, March 4th. <laughs> Dion Cola. You gonna go, I don't know if she's going to the casino. <laughs> we'll see, or oh, she'll just give it to somebody else. All right. Here's for the big kahuna. Dion Cola. <laughs> ah. <laughs> well, well, well. And a happy birthday to her. <laughs> She knows.